we are starting. No, we're not. We are starting. Bro, whatever, fool. You said five, four, three. You this is the four. intro, okay, no, but not because we didn't oh actually said Oh my god, started. bro. Maybe if you missed that one, <laughs> now we're ready for you to start the intro. Shut up, fool. <laughs> Come on, bro. We just wasting time. Anyways, that's the intro. That's the intro. Anyways, all right. So we got a very special episode today, guys. Yes, Merry Christmas and all that. Merry Christmas in words. Wow. <laughs> Merry Christmas. All right, so Merry Christmas. All right, so we got our family on this podcast episode today. It's a special, special, special. <laughs> yeah, baby. Anyways, so what are we talking about to, oh, with our family today, bro? Well, I mean, since the gang's all here, <laughs> we might as well talk about just different things, you know. In like you know the generational gap because we've been planning this episode for a while but we just couldn't get it because you know it was brewing all year it was literally COVID and was like y'all staying home we're like all right cool so I mean everyone's here now so you might as well talk about different you know topics right I got my sister over here hi we got mom over here hello (laughs) got Paige hi we got Lynette hello y'all already know me I ain't telling you my name. You already know us. So. <laughs> you and the witnesses. <laughs> you know us. All right, mom. You know what they can hear all. Right? <laughs> Anyways, all right. So what's the first topic? Well, you know? they were on one about the relationship, so you might have just kind of let's just nose take the hat head. off of that. See, you better keep this PG. <laughs> Mom's at the See, table. Yeah, we got an hour, so you can't. <laughs> but which? What am I talking about? No, what I'm saying is no, 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 no. We're not talking about okay. certain people. We're not talking about. Okay. We're just people. we're just talking about relationships in so, general. So first thing I have realized: don't date people younger than you. Don't date people shorter than you that have no certain let's body ask, parts that makes them. Let's ask what happens. Well, your dad is younger than you. Let's ask what happens. Okay. Let's dad ask. Dad is tall. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's ask the the other generation, like the question of like what everyone's like a big question that everyone's talking about. Now, one question I see going around Facebook a lot is, uh, why don't relationships last? The or way why don't marriages to? last? Marriage is really especially yeah. like. Well, that. I mean, like, do you guys think that? Like, thirty years. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, do right? you guys how do you how do you guys how did you guys make like it looking at our generation compared to your generation? Do you think that like it's like that we care less and that we're rushing into things and that I guess love is dead because nobody goes on dates anymore? It's more just like because our generation is more like the tender generation. Like we just oh god, I hate meet tender. up and then we do our thing and then we ghost each other, which basically means like we disappear. We, we disappear. We, we stop talking. talking. And like I, I don't know if that was a thing. Back in the we day, didn't have social media. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. it was harder to do back then. So, obviously. would you agree that social media is a factor? Because you guys didn't have social working? media back then, so it'd be a lot easier to break up with somebody instead of just like well, you had to, not, you, if they wanted to break up with somebody, they had to do it face to face, right? Or well, not necessarily <laughs> breaking up with somebody. We actually went on dates. Well, that's and you we don't date person. Right. Yeah, you get to date person. Yeah, we went on dates. We. We went out, we talked to each other, we didn't have a phone to hold in our hand, so. I mean, I'm kind of anti-social sometimes, so I don't really want to be. I mean, that too. I want to be around people. Because my dad's always telling me, he's like, oh, I used to like, I would take a girl out to dinner, 
And then, like, we go, like, walk around, like, downtown or whatever. And I'm like, see, we don't do that anymore. Cause a well, date downtown us, is safe. But, downtown yeah. is not safe anymore. But, like, us. for us, a date would just be, like, somebody coming over, like, to watch a movie or something like that. So that's why I say, like... And I took it to McDonald's and made an order off the dollar menu. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, I'm kidding. like... I'm kidding, Mom. I'm joking. I promise. The difference... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like, the difference of, like, how times have changed, because... We don't really take things seriously anymore. I mean, and that's what I'm asking. Do you guys think that we don't take things serious anymore? Do you guys think we rush things, like yes. compared to how things were back in the day? I don't think you're rushing because haven't seen a girlfriend yet. I mean, I don't I mean, want one right now. That's true. <laughs> Go and put me on blast like that on my own podcast, <laughs> Jesus. Sierra, you don't, you don't have to put your hands you know, up. Just speak. Just speak. Interrupt. <laughs> but what is in classroom? I want to add something to what you were asking, Mother. Mm-hmm. In regards to, do you think us as a younger generation just isn't ready? I don't. I wouldn't say that we're not ready as a younger generation. I think some of the younger generation moves at a way faster pace, and then there's some that move at a slower pace, and then there's some that are just not moving at all. They're just stuck. Like they're just they're nothing. Not saying they're nothing, but no, you know yeah. what you said. But <laughs> like in my relationship, I'm the one who's moving at a slower pace. He's more long term thinking already. He's already starting to think about like, well, I want to get married in this season, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, we've been together for See, that's four a months. Red, that's a red flag for that me, right there. Flag. Well, he's not saying, like, I want to get married, like, next I'm week. I'm just saying, just, like, we, we've, like, been, like, we've, we've been together <laughs> for four months. You're talking about marriage? It's kind of like, whoa. Yeah, Pump the brakes. Like, I just turn, I just learned what your favorite color is, bro. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it happens. What if he knows she's the one? I mean. I mean, I, I, I But, t- like, our generation doesn't want to get married. And, like, it's getting to the point where our generation doesn't want to have kids because the world is terrible. Like, We're broke. Just, We're broke. Know. We're not happy. So like nobody my, gener- my generation is mostly depressed. So like that's why I'm asking like I don't know I feel like I feel like back then it was a lot easier to find somebody and be secure with them. Well everything was also affordable back then too. Right. Cuz you it's a lot easier to meet. I feel like back then. Not necessarily. We went on dates. They were very inexpensive. Trust me. If they were a picnic in the park, they were maybe the movies, they were maybe yeah, going over True, skating. true. But yeah. I also feel like a lot of girls these days and men too. They don't. Like, they don't really don't like doing stuff like that. And it's not just women. It's not just men, which is another like topic. But like, it's hard <laughs> to please anybody in our generation because again, social media has played a big part. And it's like, oh, for Christmas, for example, if you don't buy your girl like a Louis Vuitton bag, but instead you got her like a twenty five dollar gift card, and that was your last twenty five dollars, and she still gets upset about it. Like right. I feel she, like she wanted the Birkin bag, but you couldn't afford a Birkin bag. I can't so. even spell Birkin, so I can't <laughs> afford to spell Birkin. Well, that's interesting. She can't afford it for herself. How would she expect you to pay? For that's the thing. It's right. like right. a lot of in these relationships, and I'm and that's why I'm kind of tying it back to you guys because I feel like back then it was more like a mutual thing. Like I help you grow, you help me grow because we're in this together. But us, it's more like nah, no, you don't got, make. This. You got to pay all the bills. Got to pay my rent and like. But if I got to do all that, then at least take care, take care of the house. Right. And I feel like back then it wasn't really like that. I mean, just from my perspective, from seeing folks growing old together, I, 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 I couldn't see it. You know, I feel like it was more of like a, we're paying these bills together. We got this house together and stuff like that. But you shouldn't even think of on those realms. Just think about having fun at the moment. Don't right. think long term. Think about getting to know the person right now. 
Right. It may not be the person you want to be with. That's true. Long That's time. very true. I'm not giving your verdict back tomorrow because I've just met you today. <laughs> That's crazy. It's also right. like it's right. e- it's easy to get married, but it's also easier to get divorced in these days and age. Exactly. It's very easy. Yeah. Like it's if I if I like a girl, she like me. You know, we can go off somewhere, go to the courthouse. Cool. Um, now now we're Mr. and Mrs. Patterson. Now, Hi, mom. Guys, Hi, dad. <laughs> now, did you guys have... I, I think that people don't want to put the work into it. I was going to say, that's another thing. That's, yeah, that's, that's, I, especially in our generation, we want that quick microwave love. Like We want we want the benefits of a marriage without the marriage. I thought television, for sure. Ooh, I've I never heard anybody playing television. That's actually, wow. that's a new one. That is. That's reality TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Reality, reality TV isn't even rates. reality TV anymore. It's not. It's just garbage. It's fake news. But it's scripted, and we have to remember that. It's not real people. These are people that are pretending to, to, to do the thing that the writers put on the page for them. It's not realistic. Right. And our, our generation is so easily influenced, and I, I know you guys had more wholesome content back then, because back then it was more like everything on TV, like, was a message like you had shows like Family Matters and like a different you know, um, a different world. You a different world. Thank you. Like you must we had a different stroke. I almost said different stroke. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you guys had like influential shows that like would send a message, and what you know, talk talk about serious topics. You know, like you know, they were, they, were, they weren't they weren't afraid to tackle like racism. In no, episode. not at all. But like our and then you kind of fast forward and there's TV and social media. They didn't really talk about that. Like. We talk about it, but our platforms don't talk about it. Yeah, that's true. And I think that's another reason why, like, that kind of goes on them. Because, like, if I think, in our, I think in my honest opinion, I think if we have more influential, like, people. We don't have influential people. Who we aren't. don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't, unless, unless they rap or they play sports. Well, and even then, that, like. That's what J. Cole they, was saying. Like, and they had influencers, like, would you say that you guys had influencers back then? Because we have influencers, which are, like... Man, you know how easy it is to fake that lifestyle, though? Yeah. I can go out right now, take a picture next to a Tesla, put it on my Instagram, but, like, had to work my whole life for this, hashtag goals, hashtag crypto, hashtag whatever, and then walk away. And they didn't have that. <laughs> like, I don't think they had influencers then, because I don't think, like... They're not even influencing. Who are they influencing, bro? <laughs> like, all right. Influencing me to buy fit tummy teeth. <laughs> Cause I, my dad was always telling me he was like I didn't have nobody influence me I just kind of did whatever I wanted to do like he was like he didn't really have like I mean he did because they had like the TV shows and stuff like that but I also feel like if we didn't have honestly I feel like if we didn't have that whole I want to be famous thing we'd be a lot better off you know what I'm saying yep cause like I honestly feel like we're so like caught up in trying to be like get rich quick so let me let me ask you this: What type of girl would you like to meet? What describe her to me? That oh, I would like to meet. One at a time. Hmm. Okay, Chris, go. Oh wow! First, <laughs> first spot. Let's go. All right. So one, she has to be goal oriented. Okay. Like she has to be all about her business. Okay. Two, you know, if she's not, I don't want her to waste my time. So if she's not trying to at least get married in the future. Like just stay away from me. Uh, three, she has to have a sense of humor because, okay. you know, I'm goofy. You know what I'm saying? So if I, if I can't have fun in the household, I ain't trying to go home. Um, really, that's about it. Okay. Still. I'm boring. 
So I just want somebody who's born with me. Like I like. To hey, sit. this man got two cats. <laughs> you gotta love cats. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, I just want somebody because like I've had a lot of experiences with like people like just in like the last like year or so. I've had a lot of like I guess potential relationships kind of fall through because like. Tell me what you want. Oh, what I want. Tell me what you want. What's it's in the, the box? Perfect girl. She wants what's to in do the box? What, what's in the box exactly? What, let me check out the boxes for you. Go. She's got to be no drama. Okay. Oh, for, for, she's for not real? on social media all the time. Like, okay. She's not influenced by social media. Okay. Um, she's got to be interested in the things. Not she doesn't have to be, but she has to be open minded to the things that I like to do. Okay. Like anime, video games, stuff okay. like that. Okay. And Freaking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's wrong with nerds. There's a lot of nerdy girls out there. She's got to be. She's got to be. I guess I hate using this word. She's got to be normal. Okay. Like, she's got to be like. All right, bro. So I got to ask a question. What is normal? In my opinion, just chill, no drama. Like every every girl that I've run into, they they always got some kind of drama. They're always they're a little bit crazy. What do you call drama? Uh, girls with kids, girls no. with ex boyfriends. Man, look, I have no just problem. They, with they always want to start something. They always want to argue. They always want to like. Uh, okay. Yeah. They always or they're, or they're the always main, in somebody else's they're business. They're always in somebody else's business. Ah, okay. Yeah, and I'm like, so you don't want a gossiper. You don't. I don't want a, like if it has nothing to do with us. Then why are we talking about that? Gotcha. Thank God. Right. All right, ladies. What do you want in a perfect man? Sierra, go first. Part. I really want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, sis. I want to hear this. <laughs> See, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know what you want. No, I you gave me. But anyway, I want a guy who has, like, if he doesn't have a job, you have to have, like, an idea of what you want to do for a future. Right, like, hold, if up, you're... hold up. All right, so we got some special guests in the building coming into the... The garage door. You got my father and Dave. You know, so all that stuff you hear in the background, that's them. That's them. <laughs> okay. Perfect guys. Go. Perfect guys. Yeah, continue. He has to have a future goal. Okay. He has to have, have drive. Uh-huh. I'll put it like that. Okay. He has to have drive. If he's not at his goal yet, he has to. I want to see him working towards it. Okay. Ambitious. Okay. Yes. Okay. I want... I don't want someone who just sits around and expects everything to be handed to him. Okay. I want him to act his age, however old that may be, and I want him to work towards what he wants. I want him to be an adult, but also be able to have fun and not be serious all the time, not too strict, not too, not too immature. He has to have that even balance. And he got to have a flat top. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> <laughs> right, Paige, what's your perfect guy? What, is, what will be the perfect guy to walk through that door for you? I don't know, because how I feel now may, may not be how I feel next year. Well, feel, but today, true. today, is that perfect guy walk through He's got to be a fan of BTS. Oh, no, not even. <laughs> it's, it's just not even. I just, I personally just don't even like dating in general. So I don't, well, I, don't ha- I don't have one. Well, okay, so don't you don't want him to be a dater? What do you want him to be? Nothing. You want him to be kind? You want him to be what? Yeah, kind. Financially stable. Okay. Okay. What an adult. Okay, act adult. Okay, what else? Huh? A BTS woman. He doesn't have to be. That's that's my thing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, he does. She's lying. (laughs) That's cat. So you don't want him to step on your toes when it comes to your like for BTS? I don't know. When I imagine my life, I don't imagine it in a relationship. Like single, rich, I don't, I, don't, I don't 
don't I imagine f- myself being like a wife or a mother. That's just not my. And we respect that. And I think that's where we're at, too, is, like, this generation is, there's some people that, like, and I've gotten to that point where I'm just okay being single. Like, I don't care. If it happens, it happens. But, I mean, I'm totally fine. It took a while. But I'm perfectly fine with just living by myself with my cats and just. That sounds so upsetting. It sounds upsetting, but it's very peaceful. Like, there's just nights where I just want to talk to somebody, and I'm just in my apartment by myself with my cats. And it's great. Except when your cat is a straight demon. There's nothing wrong with getting to know who you are, being self-aware of who you are either, because that helps you find the other person too. That's true. You got to be comfortable with you. We should just call this episode the Black Table Talk. Shout out to Jada. (laughs) (laughs) Because to tell you the truth, when we were dating, I wasn't looking for a type either. I was just looking for a guy to have fun with and that he was funny and... He was ambitious. But I also feel like dudes are way different nowadays. Dudes nowadays are more like, they care more about like their body count and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Like, dudes it's true. nowadays just care about. They, it's, we live in a hookup culture. Wow. That's Tinder what it is. That's what it is. Tinder, Bumble, whatever other things y'all use out there. Like, it's so easy for us to find, right, to find somebody on Tinder, meet them, do whatever it is we're going to do, and then not talk to them ever again. That's easy. It's easy. It's easy. Just boom. One, two, three, and then the and sad down. part about it is if you connect with that person and you think that you're going to like go from that one night stand or whatever and then you're like oh I really enjoyed our evening and then they're like new number who this wow. and then it's just gone and you're like I thought we had a connection and you're like yeah and you and that's thought. it you want a connection and so when you don't get that connection you feel rejected you feel what because I feel like that even I mean, my dad always just tell me, like, my dad, I mean, my dad ran the streets when he was younger, but he would, he wouldn't tell me, like, things like that would happen back then. Like, he would build the relationship with the girl first. He would take her to the diner. He'd, like, you know, they'd go to, like, Radio City Music Hall or something like that. And then that would happen. And then whatever happened after that was that. If it didn't work, it didn't work. So I feel like that's not a thing. And that's why I'm saying, like, like, between generations, something happened. And it just died. Because like you were saying, like, like you guys dated. And we don't, we don't date. It's just hook up and then leave. Wow. So it's really upsetting. And that's why a lot of people are, like, a lot of people were saying, like, I just don't want to do it. Don't want to do it. Yeah, because it's, it's hurting. It's hurting you because you develop a connection with the person when you, when you are intimate with that person. You develop intimacy. You develop, you give your soul to that person. And then to have them walk away and say, well, see you to the next one. That's not. Now, did you guys have what we call the talking phase, which is basically like getting to know each other? But our talking phase happens really quick. And it will last from like, like I'll ask my friends, I'm like, yo, like, how are things with that guy? Oh, we're still talking. I'm like, y'all been talking for six months. So like, did you guys have that? Or was it like, I already know. Also known as a waste of time at this point. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a waste of time. Wow. I got news for you. Mr. Harbour and I, we talked for six years before we got married. But were you in a secure, established relationship like you knew, like, we're going to start a life together? Or was it, well, his favorite color is yellow. Like, you know? Wait, what do you think, Mr. Hopper? About what? What? <laughs> <laughs> that should be the answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, in terms of, uh, it takes time. It becomes a waste of time when you really don't do things together or have a 
plans, goals, um, that's when you know it's a waste of time. But they both have goals, let's say like marriage and family, right? You know you're not going to jump into a marriage, but you know it takes time. You know, families, because families have to get to know each other now. Right. right? Mm -hmm. You've got to bring that in. Um, so, you know, for six years, that's what we did, right? It was not just her and I. But it was also our families getting together. Oh, you meeting her dad or whatever? I'm talking about like my dad meeting her dad. Oh. And my okay. mom meeting her mom. And them hanging out. Okay. And then aunts and uncles, them hanging out. Because right? hmm. that's what it really comes down to. Because once you get married, you have a family, and you have a family event, both sides of the family are coming to your spot. Right. Right. And you need to know if the families even get along. Right. Well, that's not even something I, I, don't even I, didn't, something I, just, I didn't think about. I didn't like, think about that either. Because like, it's just like, all right, I got to meet her mom. Cool. You know, I got to put but on But you this. wouldn't even think about, oh, my mom would like her mom. Or, yeah, you know, my dad would like her dad and vice versa. You know, I, I didn't think about that. And, and it's important because, you know, once you're married, right, you're really bringing in two other families into the mix. Right. right, it's the family I come from, the family she comes from, and all that comes with it. Aunts, uncles, right? It's it's all that, and there's gonna be a time when everybody in the families are in the same room, mm -hmm. right? How does that look? Mm -hmm. Right? It it took it took it took six years, but by the time those six years was up, each level layer of our families knew the other families, and they got to hang out. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. they were like. They're comfortable. So by the time the wedding came, nobody was like looking across the aisle like, okay, who's these people? Right. Who's right. that people? Everybody already knew each other. So it was like just, a family reunion kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So those are the things you got to think about too. And, that, and that's what I was saying like when it comes to our generation. We don't do that. We don't think about stuff like that. We don't think about like that because it's like, because I see a lot of people that get married and they don't even realize how big a person's family, how messed up a person's family is or something right. like that. And that's why I was saying your guys' talking phase was different than ours because ours is just like, oh, what's your favorite color? Oh, how do you feel about this? Or how do you feel about that? It's not asking the intrusive questions and getting a little uncomfortable with the question. Like, is your mama crazy? Right. I mean... <laughs> we should find that out later. My ex's mama didn't like me, so whatever. <laughs> and that's another thing, too. Like, would you, like, say, like, his mom didn't like you. Would you still pursue? No. No? Yeah, you also got to remember, too, when, when you're getting married or you're dating or you're getting serious, each family is interviewing the other person to see if they want that person accepted into the family. Mm -hmm. Right? It's, it, it's, an, it's really, interview is, a, a, is the wrong word, but, it's kind of, but they evaluate. Right. And you they know, can see things you don't see sometimes. Yeah. They can say, oh, she's a red flag. Yeah. And especially as, as, as parents, um, <clears throat> they will observe, you know, when a person says they're in love, they're, they're, they're not really looking for flaws, right? Everything is fixable in their eyes. But when you have somebody in your family, say like a parent, who, who saw the distance and they can take an observation, they can see other things. Mm. Right, and not necessarily say, not necessarily say they're a bad person, but they may want to, you know, give you a heads up. Hey, did you notice this? Did you notice that? 
Cookie break. Cookie break, y'all. Um, <laughs> Plus, the other thing is, you also got to remember, when you talk about your, your generation's, you know, talking time and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, say versus, you know, the generation I grew up in, you also have to look at how the culture treated it. How was it portrayed in media? Like, when I was growing up, that's what you did. And when you saw TV shows and movies, that's what you did. You dated for a while, you know. It was now in this generation, or maybe you know, in generations that we like the speedboat things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, when you watch your TV shows now, it's never about dating; it's about hooking up. Yep. So, right. Yep. So now, those who are growing up watching that think that's the norm. But that's because that's what it is. It's like. But that's what we 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 normalize. We don't it. really care. It's that's more we're de- we're care. we're desensitized. And those who like are hurt by it, we go, well, that was kind of my fault because I should have known better. And that's why a lot of people are depressed because they'll be like, like you'll find a girl, and then say you guys like had a real good connection, and you guys like went on a date or like you guys hung out, and then like she was just like, okay, well, I don't see you like that or something like that. You're like, okay, well, why didn't you say that in the first place? Like, I wasted my time. Give like, me my I money just back. wasted like all this time trying to like woo you and sweep you off your feet, and then you tell me, oh, I don't date people with your personality. Which is the thing that I get hit with all the time. Because wow. I'm very nonchalant. I'm very... At that point, that should count as a tax write-off. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm very nonchalant. I'm very boring. So, like, I don't... I'm not... You're boring? Don't ever call yourself I don't think... I wouldn't say I'm boring. I'm just very down to earth. Like, I just like to sit at home and I don't like to get involved with very many things. And, like, people are... Our generation likes to go out, party, and I don't like crowds. So, like, a lot of... A lot of... Like, that, I feel like that set off, like, a red flag... In a sense, you know. No, there's, but there's somebody out there that's just like that, though. <laughs> you know, a red flag for like girls nowadays, and like this is where it comes to the difference between like women our age saying men are trash, and then us saying like women are trash because like women have this high standard of like, oh, we want a guy who's gonna go out, like who's gonna defend me, who's gonna do this, this, and I'm not confrontational. I don't like being in confrontations. Oh, trust so, me, that's, that's a woman. You defend her. And, and that's what I'm saying. If it comes down to it, yeah, I'll do it. I'm not going to be like, oh, fight your own battles. But what I'm saying is, is like, they want somebody who's going to like, like, for example, I have a friend who like, she said she wanted a man who would fight for her all the time. Like, and it, I'm not, I'm not trying to be in a fight all the time. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to go to IHOP, baby. And that's what she was like. Well, I want you trying to be like, oh, we're in line. Have you ever tried to evaluate what type of women you actually attract? I don't is know. it always the same type of girl? Apparently, no. for me, it's older women. I don't know why, but it is. For me, it's just. I think for me, it's, I don't even know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I mean, my father, my son. I guess. I don't plan on like. I don't plan on attracting or plan on it when I go into it. If I see somebody that I think we have a connection with, and I start talking to them, that's it. I don't know what's gonna happen until they go. Yeah, whatever that is, I'm not into it. And then they just leave. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then... But have you ever evaluated what type of girl this is? Because it's, it's, you probably have a type. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I would love to meet these girls. I, <laughs> I can tell you what, what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, It's the whole, like, I don't know where it came from. It's like more of a competition nowadays between like men and women. Because, like, of course, like, 
this generation is more like equal rights. Like men or women want to be as equal as men are. And I get that. But like, I feel like it was way more, it was way less complex back in the day than like then. Because like, yeah, you guys had roles. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, and women in our generation are like, oh, well, I shouldn't be. This generation is so weird. There's an argument on Facebook if you should buy your child or your son a kitchen set. Our generation is goofy, bro. That's, and that's, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's gay to buy your child a kitchen a set, bro. What is, what do you right. Mean? Like, I'm like, I want you to chef. tell Gordon Ramsay well, okay. <laughs> so, like, when you say that, that stems from growing from, like, toxic parenting. Right. And that's what that stems from because there's a lot of parents nowadays who are doing the whole new method of parenting, which is you let your kid express yourself. You let your kid be who they are. Mm-hmm. Back then, and it's not a knock on you guys, we, like, and you see all these older shows, and it was like, a lot of kids wouldn't even come out and say that they were gay. True. Because what they would do, what you guys would do. True. But you also remember, too, that, you know, that, that was society's response. And the other thing is, you know, when you say, you know, what our generation would have done, what our generation would have done is what has been done for thousands of years prior. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it, that's just how it, you know, it was. That, that was the response. But did you guys ever stop to think and go, we should probably not do that? Like, because you're raising... I mean, when you're talking about, let's say, like, let's go back biblical times. You, you, you get stoned. Yeah. Even in other cultures of today, okay. you get stoned, right? That's just the... That's just the culture. Yeah, and it's upsetting. Yeah. You know, it's upsetting. It it shouldn't mean that you hate the person. Right? It's it's not a, you know, it, it's something that the older generation can't get with, you know, but it it shouldn't mean you have to hate the person. And like yeah, I get that. But like has there ever been a time where your parents, well, you guys did something and then you were afraid to tell your parents because you were afraid of what was gonna happen, and that's kind of like, like and that's kind of what like, it's here. That's in that's in that's in every generation. Yeah, well, you're right. Your right. generation, the generations before us, the generations before them, there are always a point, a time where you would do something, conduct yourself a certain way, or even have a certain feeling, and you were afraid to go and tell your parents that you know I feel this way about this, or I feel this way about that, because you were afraid or uncertain of how he or she was going to react mm-hmm. to, to that. And that's that's going to be like that until the end of this time. That yeah. You're always going to have that. It's just in the days where I was growing up and the days where my parents were growing up, the their parents and our parents didn't know, didn't have a lot of the mechanisms, didn't have a lot of the information the that they mechanisms. have now to be able to deal with it because there wasn't things on how to deal with it. You dealt with it this way. But now there's different things that have emerged because of science, because of the way uh, the world has changed over the years that is dealt with differently. The psychology now exists. That type of psychology didn't exist then because it wasn't studied. Now it's studied. You got people with PhDs, like we were just talking, in, in gender dynamics or gender whatever knowledge whatever they said mm-hmm. that stuff didn't exist in those days there was just your regular doctors and lawyers accountants and stuff like that just a hard science and that type of stuff didn't exist it wasn't there wasn't a feel-good 
touchy culture when we were growing up. Would you say that your guys' culture was too... Would you guys say that your culture was too uh, strict? Like, because, like, back then it was... You could you could whoop your kid. You could have different disciplines. I don't have a problem with corporal punishment. I don't have a problem with that because I think corporal punishment has a place. It does. However, you know, it became... It went from corporal, corporal punishment now to just downright child abuse. Right. And so, yeah. so there's so the line between the two blurred. And when the line between the two blurred, now you have people who become advocates for these kids. And now if you go and discipline your kid, you have to worry about somebody coming and taking your child now. Mm-hmm. And and so now these 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 people today rather try to have a I'm not gonna have a conversation with a three year old. You don't have the mind and the capability to understand and comprehend what I'm telling you. But if I grab this belt and put it to you, you're going to know that what you did is wrong. And I'm not saying you beat somebody. No. You should never go and beat your children in anger. And, you know, everybody speaks that. But you, you're going to talk, you're going to be miffed when you spank your child. Because if I wait an hour and a half, two hours, and they come and spank you, you wondering what? Why am I coming two hours later to spank you? It's like that Kevin Hart special. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mom said I gotta yeah. come and beat you. Yeah. <laughs> so you so so there's a line that has, that has to be drawn, and that line it has never really been established. So every culture then deals with their children differently. Our we deal with our children different than the way our parents dealt with us yeah. and the way their parents deal with them. Yep. And you guys, you deal with your kids. A lot different than the way we deal with your kids. I mean, the way we dealt with you. And so every generation, I don't want to say it gets worse, but I think every parent becomes a little more liberal, a little more What I like to say is um, discipline to me is boundaries, setting boundaries. And sometimes these boundaries get pushed further and further and further away to the point where they're gone. And that's why we have these off-the-chain children now because they have no boundaries. My grandmother grandmother told the story she was, was, you know, when she had, when my parents' generation, or almost when they were children, mm. my grandmother was beating my uncle for some, whatever he did, right? He was in the subway, and the cops approached her, you know, to say, hey, you know, what you doing, blah, blah, blah. And she told the cops, she said, I'm beating him now so you don't have to shoot him later. Ooh, Ooh. Right? that part. Okay. Oh. And, 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 and. So when, when it comes to corporal punishment, I believe in it. I don't believe in child abuse. Well, there's a fine line. There's between. a fine line. But, but the, danger, the danger in undisciplining a child is that they will become an adult. That's undisciplined. undisciplined. And right. they will be disciplined by the law. And Which is way worse. Harder. And they will be much harder. Here's the question. Did you guys ever think when you, like, when you guys were disciplined Sierra and Chris, did you guys ever think, were they going to be like afraid of me or they're not going to respect me because I just... You know, whooped them for. I mean, I'm sure you guys had obvious reasons, whatever. But like, did you guys ever stop and think and go, "Bro, I got stories to tell." See, anytime you have a grown person as a child spanking you or or putting their hands on you or or something to that effect, where they're inflicting some level of pain on you, you are going to be afraid of them. That's just natural. That's just natural. Yeah, that's, that's just natural. So. Neither one of Cynthia or myself never thought that my children are definitely afraid of me, but my children will respect me. But they also knew the reason why they were getting yeah. 
Right. And they also knew that after they got their butts kicked for whatever they did that was wrong, they can always come and sit on mom and dad's lap and they're going to get the love. So that the love was never taken. Okay. The love was never, ever removed. But I know for a fact that my son, who's like 6'3", 6'4", 300 <laughs> pounds, he will respect me. He won't jump stupid. Right. Because he know he got a crazy dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and when, and when he knows that. But he also knows that his daddy will kill everybody around for him. For him. Mm-hmm. He knows so, that too. Right. And so I got respect because my son knows he's going to be protected. But my son also knows that I will kick off in him if he does wrong, even when he's 50 and I'm 90. Right. Because I'm still going to be able to kick at 90. <laughs> so you guys never had a moment of like, did you guys ever have, like, and this is just, like, for everybody. Did you guys ever have a moment where you thought you went a little overboard? Of course. Of course. Yeah, I mean, of course. Of course you did when you do it in retrospect. Like, when you look oh, at it in yeah, retrospect. Yeah, there were moments, man. <laughs> of course, you always think you, you've always done something that you go back and you think. And you're like, maybe I could handle that. I could handle that a little differently. You know what? You're not, I don't think you're doing effective parent if you're disciplining your child. I think Sierra's got something to say. But I also want to try and piggyback off of what my dad said. He said, when we did get spanked, we always knew what we were doing. Which is true, but with what we were just talking about, I think in a way, yes, it taught us a lesson, but depending on what age we were. You were confused. You were like... I wouldn't say I was confused because, again, I know what I'm doing is wrong. I know I'm going to get in trouble for this. But also for little kids, you asked if they were worried that we were going to be afraid of them. I just want to chime in as the child who was in that situation. I was afraid. I was afraid that, oh, if I slip up or if I do this or if I something close to this were to happen, or not this exact situation, but something like in the ballpark of this situation or however you want to word it. Even if it's not my fault for this happening, yes, I'm scared that I'm going to get in trouble. But I think that's kind of how it's, every it's kid a, looks at it. It's a natural thing. It's a natural instinct. Yeah. Like, oh, but it, it made it also made us like reevaluate. It made us think about our decisions it did. going and that was the on. Point. And that was right. The that was, a, that was it. Was like it made you second guess thing. I wouldn't say second guess. No, but, but it made us it made like, make think you stop about it and, like, and think about play it out choice A, B, and C. And what results in A, B, and C. That's, that's, that's why I think corporal punishment should, you know, still be here. It should still be a thing. But like, like my dad said, you know, every generation has their own definition of disip- discipline. And the lines get blurred. And now, now it just becomes like, hey, I'm going to kick my child down the steps because, you know, uh. he looked at me weird. <laughs> you know, I'm like, don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> you see, one of the things is as a parent disciplining their child. Most parents who really have good intentions in raising their child, when they discipline their child, they will always feel some sort of remorse absolutely, mm-hmm. or regret. Mm-hmm. Right? They used to say, this will hurt me more than it does you. Oh, man, as a kid, I, I used to hate, hate that. that man. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. But I understand what that means. I understand what that means now as a parent. As a, parent you, as a loving parent, you don't want to purposely harm your child. You don't. That's right. not a natural thing. 
Any parent who does not mind beating their child, Boy. that is a parent you have to be very careful about. Yeah. Right. How about you, Chase? You, you think your parents are too hard to discipline you? You know, it's, <laughs> you know what to say. You can say. For, yeah, because I think for us as a parent, you know, it's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, you, every parent will feel remorse, right? But they know discipline has to happen. That's 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 one of the hard part of parenting, right? My parents used to tell me, "I'm your parent, not your friend." That's I, that's the I think that's the problem today is like a lot of our generation who who are like who are parents now. Want to be buddy buddy friends with their kids? I, how do you guys feel about that though? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the worst thing that can happen. I wasn't. You wasn't. I, we didn't give birth to you. I didn't be birth a friend. A friend. <laughs> right. I didn't, yeah, friends, we didn't bring a friend into the earth. That's not. That's not. We brought a child into the earth mm. to be reared mm. into adults, and they go find their own friend. Mm. I go find my own friend. I don't need to birth children for friends. If yeah. I'm doing that, then that's a problem in and of itself. Yeah. That's a problem I'm having with myself, that I need to birth somebody to love me. I need to birth somebody to have a friend. But think I need about to birth it. Somebody. A lot of these people are doing that. They did that. But right. and and because they have no social skills. And so, therefore, they try to bring the child into this earth to socialize with. Because the child is forced, basically, to socialize with you. Because you got to take care of it. And then when that child grows up and gets their own, then all of a sudden his parent is butthurt. Because now the person that they brought on this earth to be their friend, aren't their friends. Yeah. Par parents should never be their child's friend in the sense of their buddy. But on the counterpoint, and th this is just coming right. from our just generation, is like parents are supposed to be, and I'm sure they are, but like back then, you'd be like, hey, dad, I'm having a really tough mental health day. Can I just talk to you for a minute? Was that a thing or was that just something that didn't happen? Because now it's not in our generation. Not in our generation because mental health didn't exist. And the topics about mental health mm. were not openly discussed. Right? So, like, if you walked up to your dad and was like, I just really need to talk to my, I feel depressed, what would you do? My father? Just in general. Just. Oh, I didn't have a relationship with my father. Well, so. you know, and I would, you know, so I don't know what he would have done. If I if I said that to my father, he would have told me go talk to my mother, go talk to because so also, men men were not raised like to have those types of conversations. Right, men were raised to work. Right, I'm mm -hmm. supposed to provide for the family, so now if I have to stop right and talk to you or whatever you know and address your needs. I'm not working. That means I'm not bringing money home to. Pay. A lot of times, fathers were disconnected, not because they didn't love their children. All they know is they were, had to go out and produce. Right? You, that's, you, so, you, that's all you did was provide. They, they wasn't thinking emotional provision. They're like, Junior needs a new pair of shoes. I have to, I have to go out. I got to work overtime. You know, I got to do this, that, and the other. Yep. Nowadays, it's a little different. Right. Okay, where men are more involved. And more connected with their kids. Yeah, with their kids. Because you have to also remember. Like, like, let's say when you guys were born, is he even as recent as that? Men didn't get paternity days. Mm. When your child was born, yeah. you go to work. You go to work the next day. Yeah. Now, mom's, at, mom's home. at home. You can't connect with your child. You got to go to work. That That's was crazy. just the way it is. Right. When, when Chris turned one fishing. years old, I was in the Middle East in the Navy fighting a war. Wow. Mm. He, he, on his first birthday, him was, he was with his mother. I was out fighting war. Well, I mean, it's how you and had a choice. When I came home, you know? 
But I made that choice because I made the choice to take care of my child. Yeah. And that was the, that was the method. That was the vehicle mm-hmm. that I had at my disposal at that moment that required me to go into another country and fight and kill people. That was the decision I made. But that was the decision I made so he can have the life that he had. <coughs> now, right. one of the things that I always said is that when, the, when, the, when children are born into this earth, while they are living in this house, the mom's job is to train them how to live in the house. Mm. My job is to train you how to live outside of this house. Wow. Good point. Good point. I think like, and it, that's kind of changed in this generation because now it's more open-ended because it's more like you go to mom and dad for both if mom and dad are in the picture because unfortunately in, a, in this sense, we have a lot of single moms, single dads, split households, stuff like that. And that's a different... That, that's, 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 a, that's not a generation. I grew up in a single mother house. Right. I mean, I feel like every generation's mother, had my, that. My father was never around. My mother... And I give my mother praise that she raised three children. Jeez. And two boys and one girl, none of us ever was had children out of wedlock. None of us ever was ever arrested by the police. None of us ever was on drugs. We all have college degrees. Some of us have advanced degrees. And we all got married. We all had kids. We all did that. We're all living successful lives. And she did it as a single mother, raising us in the ghetto of St. Louis. So I give her major props. Mm-hmm. Now, you have, if we want to have a discussion about my father, it's a different story. You know, and I, and I, choose I mean, I didn't know that. I choose not to have that discussion, right? Because you know, I, I you know, whatever animus I had towards him, I buried that. Yeah. But he was never in the picture. Neither was mine. And so my my mom is is a superwoman in my opinion. She's a true superwoman. But so, but it was hard for me to go and have that discussion as a man with my mom. Yeah. Because I can't tell her. She can't tell me how a man thinks. Yeah. As much as she tried. <clears throat> and she tried. We, she, we had yeah. that conversation, if you will. And I, I laughed more than anything. So <laughs> the stuff that she was saying, I'm like, dude, you can't, <laughs> you can't say that to your son. <laughs> but, uh, but she tried. And then I give her props for that. And she, because she didn't want us to get out there and learn the hard way. And most people learn the hard way. Yeah. I think it's cool that your know, kids can go to both their parents, your know, mother and father, when they have questions. Nowadays. Nowadays. But, but, you know, back then, when, when you're talking about mindsets of a generation, because we're not just talking about, because you have to remember, our thinking, my generation thinking, was based on the thinking that the generation before mm-hmm. had. My dad brought it up. He said it was like a survival mindset. Like, and the way we see it as is you guys were too, I guess you guys were too strict. You guys were too enforcing. You guys gave us, it was my way or the highway. Well, it was, so my question going into that is, do you guys think that we are too sensitive or too soft? Yes. And does that fall on you guys or does that fall on it us? Falls, it falls on us. It yeah, falls it, on us because we allowed. Yeah, I was like, who raised us, bro? You got to ask the question. Well, who he, like, he, he, who he, raised he, us? He, well, because it, it can fall on us in the sense of this. We will say to ourselves, I will never do to my child what my parents, parents did to us. Exactly. And that's how it happened. And that's how it happened. You guys are going to do the exact same thing. So your children are going to be, I don't want to use the term worse, but they're going to, if you think you guys are sensitive, they're going to be hyper-sensitive. And that's the newer generation is like, you know, exactly. the millennials, they're the ones that are like. What did you just say? They're called millennials. 
What? Why? So that's what it's called. That's I don't, stupid. Talking about <laughs> yeah, Generation Z. Generation Z. Yeah. Called, they, that's just called them Gen Z. I'm not calling them that. That's then, dumb. And, and the funny thing is, they are going Chris, that's to, offensive. I don't care. That generation, the Gen Zs, are going to see your generation as too straight. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Believe it or not, and then, and then after now, them, they're gonna see them as straight. That's right. It's just going. It's just each, a continuous each change. Each generation, <laughs> think about each generation, each generation nowadays are the people who are doing the killing are getting younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That's true. And, and the reason why That's I think right. they, and the reason why I think they they're getting younger because they don't have at a younger age they don't have boundaries. They don't have boundaries. Children want boundaries. Too many money. Yes. Right. We got we got two minutes left in this episode. And when I say say they want boundaries, they'll be amazed at the stuff they get away with. Like they'll say to themselves, How can they let me get away with that? Okay, well I'll push it some more. That's true. Right. You know, it's 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 a very interesting you know, Mr. guys are trying to be their friends. (laughs) And yo, and you know what? Let's say you're like that whole friend argument. Let's say for the most part, even friendship have boundaries. That's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, but then you have parents who are trying to be teenagers' friends, and then they go out and buy them guns, and they go and kill people. Okay, like that kid. Like that kid. That kid. That's the problem. Because they were oh, trying to Carl, be his friend. Oh, Kyle Yeah. No, no, no. The, 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 other kid, the, the, the one that shot at the school. Oh, the one that just shot at the school not too long ago. Yeah, parents yeah. bought him a gun for, oh, his, I for Christmas. The fifteen-year-old. Mm. Early he, Christmas present. They were trying to be his friends. I forgot. Not just buying guns. They want to go to with him. They want to go smoking with him. Yeah. They want to be drinking their house man, with their friends. If I, if I ever no, go to the they let their, their <laughs> like, Mom, boyfriend and girlfriend lay up in their house with them? With I know. No way. No, that, that was, that was taboo. Yeah, that was taboo. You were not going to bring somebody in this house and lay up here with you and you aren't married. That ain't happening. Forget that. You also and that is something, you know, there's lines, there's boundaries. That is a boundary that will never be crossed in this house. No, sir. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it, you know, it's a society, and this is how societies were back. The societies had boundaries, and they were not afraid to hold to those boundaries. That's true. Right? They, there's some things, in my mind, that are non-negotiable. And that's one of them. Right? They're just some things. that they're, they're non-negotiable. And I'm not going to say it's just with the younger generation, but as time goes on, negotiation is is the name of the game, right? And, plu- and, and, and plurality, pluralism. My way is good, your way is good, you know, everything is good. Well, say that to a racist who's about to lynch you. Mm. Say, okay. say that to a racist to say, you know, my way is good, your way is just as good as my way, as they're putting that rope around your neck. Right. Right? You have to be able to have boundaries. And you have to be able to to have some non-negotiables because children need to understand. As parents, my overall job as a parent not is not just to guide you into adulthood safely, but you have a basic sense of right and wrong. Mm-hmm. A, ba- a basic it's about sense. teaching and correction. Yeah, and you have and accountability. And accountability. And accountability. accountability. Right. Because these are the skills you're going to need as an adult mm-hmm. to teach your own. Mm-hmm. If you choose to have them. If you choose to have them, you have to teach. Now, would you guys say that, like, maybe with, like, I mean, with everything going on with, like, working and stuff, like, and that kind of ties into, like, teaching your kids, 
Like, would you think that, like, because I hear it all the time from my dad, and he's a boomer. He always says, you guys are lazy. You guys don't want to work. You guys don't want to do anything. I say yeah. that. I, I was like, I'm like, I just hear it all the time from I'm like, other people. I know it's different. I think you guys like to work. I just think you guys don't commit. That's the problem. I, I think, think you guys have. I think we, you guys it's just hard though because no, you, you guys had, just don't commit. No, me and Dad had that conversation on the way home from work a couple of nights ago. Like, because I was telling one of my coworkers was threatening to quit because he had to work on Thanksgiving and he couldn't go to his girlfriend's house or whatever. He chose, but he chose to, to work, work on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then you guys are your generation. And I know where your father's coming from as far as laziness, because. But I'm not a boomer. I'm a. Gen Xer. Yeah. And so I'm, so I'm the, I'm the next one down. Yeah. You know, by a couple of years. But still in all, you didn't say, I don't appreciate the way my schedule looked, and so I ain't coming to work. That, you don't do that. Yeah. Not in my generation. You dealt with the schedule, or you were a man or a woman, and you go talk to your manager and say, I have a problem with this, and we need to fix it. To fix your generation don't do that. I don't like it. I ain't coming to work next year. I mean, like, that's more just so, like, I mean, not being no, fair, but no, it's more it's so. Fair. You guys won't talk. You guys won't go and stand up and man up or woman up. You guys just, just jump from place to place to place, to job to job, 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 because I don't like the way this manager spoke to me today. But would and you say, gone. like, but I mean, it's like kind of like a toxic work environment. I don't want to, like, I don't, I'm not saying me, myself. How is, toxic, yeah. how is it toxic when somebody. Is telling you what you should be doing, and you don't do it right, and they get on you. I get that, but I'm saying like in a sense of like you go to work and like there's just somebody just like and I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking right. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you go to work and you, you know, you're busting your butt. You're trying to be the best employee, and you're just not getting anywhere because your bosses just aren't having it. I'm not gonna stay there. Well, I'm see, that, 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 that's, that's a different, that's that's different situation. That's different from saying I'm quitting because I can't go to my girlfriend's house on this day. Okay. That's, yeah, a, different, that's, that's a total well, different. That's a total right, that's a I didn't get the days off I want. Yeah, that, that's different. And and here's the danger in allowing that to happen. That's, that, that's about the best word. You're a business owner. Do you want employees to be like that with you? I want, if I own a business, I want... Not full. I want reliability. I want reliability, <laughs> but I also want a, a a communication. And like you were saying, we don't talk. But like, say for example, like, and this does happen in my job, and it's really horrible. But like, for example, if I get hurt, or if I get sick, right. or if somebody else gets hurt, sick, or they get hurt, like they actually do, and like the generation before us, I always hear stories about, oh well, I went to work, and you know, I was. But uh, like I had like a broken arm or they whatever sucked else, it up. and they sucked it up. But here it's more like I'm taking care of myself before I go to work because then I can't work. See, but it's different time. When I, and when I say different time, in that generation, you had no choice. You had no choice, right? You had to go to work, right? You had to go to work. And it is said here: this is your choice. Either you work or you be on the unemployment line. You choose, right? So most people, when they said they sucked it up. They sucked it up. But now the work environments are much more fluid, much more flexible, where you know you have bosses that 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 you know will talk to their employees, you know, and have those conversations, whether it's a mental health day or you, you injured yourself. Nowadays you have that. And then most of you all have the flexibility because you're still living with your parents. 
Right. So you can jump up and say, I'm having a mental health issue. They ain't, they ain't feeling me. They're not feeling me. They're not showing sensitivity to me. So I'm quitting because you don't got rent to pay. You don't have bills to pay. So you can jump up and do that. And we being parents, we're culpable of that because we allow you to do it. And I'm not speaking necessarily for my kids. I'm talking about this generation in general. Mm -hmm. yeah. We allow that because we sometimes as parents don't hold your feet to the fire and say, you guys need to go deal with that. Mm -hmm. Instead of dealing with it, I don't like it. And then we'll quit. And you know what you do? Quit. You quit. There are other situations where like you have other jobs that don't um, that aren't fair to you either. And that's so the kind of what that's the example that I was saying. Yeah. Like, and yeah, we don't let you we tell you we tell you go quit. Exactly. We told Sierra several times and I'll tell her specifically. The way they treat you is wrong, it's illegal, okay. and if you don't quit. want to deal with it, you quit. Because you, you are living life. here. And so but you have a safety net right now. We got four minutes by the way, guys. We might as well make them part two. Like I I did what my dad said. I went in there, I told them I don't like the way this is going. I've been here for X amount of months. And you guys are just now giving me issues that could have been taken <coughs> care of on day one. Whether you were the manager coming into the job the next day after I started, or if you were the manager there before, I it's not my job as the employee to go and <laughs> and set up my own fingerprint appointment. It's not my job as the employee to. Do your job. To do the <laughs> job of the manager. Right. But, but also, when I told them this, they wanted to turn it around on me. And, well, you should have come to me and told me that I wasn't doing that. Why should I, as the employee, try to go to my it's manager and tell the it's manager, not not, no. you as the manager, as that manager you are myself, not doing I'm your like, job? There's things that I have to do as a manager, so, not my staff. Exactly. <laughs> So it's not, I don't think with some of us, it's the fact that we're lazy. I feel like a lot of places that we are working just don't. Well, I think a lot of times. justifiable. Right. Yeah, it's exactly. just, that's a justifiable quitting. I think the big word that our generation likes to use is accountability. Well, I'm a like, we like to hold people is, accountable. I thought I was, while you were talking, I was thinking about what Zim was saying, like how we, our generation would say, your generation is soft. My parents told us we were, we were soft, soft, and their parents told them they were soft. Right, it's, right. It's, it's a never-ending cycle. Right. <laughs> so we think we think they were strict. I thought my mom was horribly strict, and then so I said I'm not gonna be as strict to my kids as she was, and they think dad is strict, and then their kids gonna think they're freaking strict, and by the time it gets to like Four generations from now, there ain't gonna be nothing. Nothing. Cause let me tell you something. There was a time when the parents really believed children should be seen and not heard. Yep. Don't talk. I've heard that so many times. But I, I, Stay I, in a child's place. Grown folks are talking. No, no. I mean, I, I, witnessed, I, was, I witnessed that, and I've listened to adults that are like older, like they were in their nineties, and they would say. When their father left for work at five in the morning, every child's feet needed to be on that floor. Mm. Nobody in bed if I'm out the door at 5 a.m. Everybody is up. Up and doing right. something. Up and doing something. But didn't you guys ever stop to think, like, I mean, obviously you probably shouldn't have, but didn't you guys ever stop to think to, like, 
question that? Like, why would I have to? Why do you? But no. Who and I, and I, I didn't. Well, 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 no, because Zim, no, I'm a child. Zim has. I'm gonna stop the recording real quick.